Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Let's go. His hobbies are trying to coach kids, staring at plants, and screaming at the TV during Cowboys games. Here he is, our video producer. Producer Eddie, everybody. (laughs) I need your help. Yes. And I mean the airwaves right now because I don't know how to break this to Amy. You're going to break some news to Amy? This is tough. Okay, what happened? I went to Amy about, I don't know, three or four weeks ago, and I said, I need help because uh, my wife really wants to go to a concert, and I want to surprise her with tickets. And I know you know this band personally. Who is it? Uh, for King of Country. For King, for King, and, King country. and Country. King and Country. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes. And my wife had mentioned she really wants to go to their Christmas show. So I asked Amy, can I get two tickets to their show here in Nashville? She said, I- I- I'll work on it. And Sold then- out? So it was hard to get? I have no idea, but Eddie asked me for the tickets, so I said, okay, let me see. And then you got him. I got him two tickets. I said, I texted him the other day and said, hey, tickets will be under your name at Will Call. I mean, it's pretty awesome, right? Hey, good work, Amy. That's nice of you. And then I run home, surprise my wife, and she says, oh my gosh, that's so great. When is it? And I tell her the date. She goes, oh, we're not going to be here that day. Mm. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I worked so hard. And and, I mean, I I didn't. Amy really did all the work. But I mean, I never. I don't like to ask people for tickets, and I finally did. I asked Amy, and now we're not going to be able to use them, and I feel terrible. Absolutely. Amy, what is your reaction to this? Nothing. I just don't. It's going to be awkward. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I want to release them because they could give the tickets to somebody else. So I guess I'm just going to have to make that awkward text. You know those tickets? Yes. It's awkward for everyone. And I told my wife, I'm like, you said you wanted to go. Well, this calls for canceling your trip. Oh, no. Wow. They're the nicest, so they will totally understand. It's yeah, not they'll a big understand. Deal. Literally, you could just say, hey, Eddie's not able to come anymore. Thank oh, you so much. That's after it. all that. But yes, that's that's annoying. 
I hate it. Amy, I'm sorry. Thank you so much for getting those tickets for me, but I'm just not going to be able to use them. Mm-hmm. Would you have not said that to her in private? You needed the show to I had to. be your blanket? Yeah, I, I didn't want to be awkward one-on-one with I mean, Amy. I got to go ahead and make a note to text now so I don't See, forget, and then the tickets deal. don't get claimed. Oh, mm-hmm. All right, up next, his hobbies include calling 911, complaining on Facebook, and losing the lottery. Here is Lunchbox, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Rude. But I want to know if you guys are team Lunchbox or team company. So I order- Company. <laughs> Already. That's it. <laughs> Next. Go to Amy. No, go ahead. I ordered something offline, and I paid an extra $16 for overnight shipping. Offline? What do you mean you ordered offline? You no, said that wrong. Online. <laughs> said the I said online. You said offline. You, you said did offline. not. You said, you said you ordered it offline. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, like offline. Like you go online no, and you buy it off the internet? Yeah. So okay, go ahead. So I went to the website, typed it in, boom, boom, $16 for overnight delivery. Doesn't come for a week. So I emailed the company. I said, hey, I think I need to be refunded my $16 because I paid for overnight shipping. And like, yeah, we overnighted it once we shipped it. No, no, no. When I order it, it means it's going to be there. You ordered it from the company? Not our company. I didn't want to say the name of the company. Oh, I thought you meant our company. No. Okay. This whole so, thing's been confusing. This is tricky because he ordered it from a company. Yes. They shipped it the next day and probably paid no, a no. company to no, ship they're it. Saying, they're this, saying this they is his storytelling ability here. Okay. Right. They waited a week to ship it, and but then, then it, we did overnight yeah. once they shipped it. Yeah, so. once they shipped it, they, they did overnight it, but they took a week to ship it. Yeah. But can yeah. they not find it? Did they have to go to... They just said, we did. When we shipped it, it came overnight. But, but did you say, why didn't it ship the night I ordered it? That's the problem. Like, I don't understand how I I think am... you lose on this one. But if that's the case, I'm Team Lunchbox. I know, but it doesn't matter who's right or wrong. I think you just lose on this one because if they paid for it for overnight shipping, that they you're just paying them back for it. Wow. Mm. And maybe they couldn't find it. Maybe, maybe, they, maybe it's processing where they have to go and find it at a different warehouse or something. You know, in teeny tiny print offline, it said... Offline? <laughs> like, you know, we'll ship it when we ship it, but it'll be overnight. Hey, that kind of stuff happens when you shop offline. Yeah. yeah. They may not even know you ordered it because it was offline. And never Maybe got to them. if you had ordered it online, online yeah. it would have been different. You would have gotten it. Are they not going to give you your money back? <laughs> they said no, but I'm like, this is crazy. When you pay the extra money, you expect to get it the next day. I that's, agree. That's online. That's yeah. Yeah. You're, you're that's at the online. wrong store, buddy. Okay. Yeah, that's Guys, I agree you're with burying you. the lead here. I agree with you in principle, but that's what you get when you shop offline. <laughs> right. I think we learned that. <laughs> All right, up next. She's not broke, but both of her CMAs are. Here she is. Amy, everybody. <laughs> okay. So I do actually have one CMA that's not broken. Uh, so there you go. We have three. But I am decorated for Christmas, and it feels so good. I've been watching Christmas movies, have a tree up, have garland, bought lights for the outside, still working on that. But everybody, like even my son was so excited, and he walked in, and he's like, ah, oh, it feels like Christmas. You feel like, accomplished. I mean, it's, you were going to do it anyway, but now you don't have to put it off and you're not looking ahead to, oh, I have to go decorate for Christmas. Yeah, no. And I was at Lowe's even getting some extra stuff and a guy that worked there, it seemed like he was frustrated. They have tons of Christmas stuff everywhere and people were, they were buying it. But to me, he's like, oh, I just feel like y'all are doing this way too early. What's well, time though now? It is like, time. Like now it's time. Yeah. Like the end of this week, it's time to go. Yeah, like, I yeah. think. Tomorrow's he, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. He said after Thanksgiving is appropriate, but I was like, well, people can be preparing. Don't be a sore loser. No, that's their podcast. No, that's our podcast. <laughs> yeah, you mean Grinch. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you mean Bah Humbug. Yeah. All right, Raymundo. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, his favorite season is summer. And if he gets canceled, well, that'd be a real bummer. Yes. Bobby Bones. Thank you very oh. much. Thank you very much. I'm going to give you two movie reviews here. Over the past week, we watched a couple movies. Not a big movie guy. But my wife's like, I like to watch it, so we watch it. Where the Crawdads Sing. 
which is about a girl. It's based off a book, and she lives in the marsh, and then she's uh, accused of a crime. That's all I'm going to tell you of it right now. You watch this too? It's so good, You dude. can review it too. It's so good. Mike, have you seen it? What? Did you review it? Okay, I gave it I gave it four out of five crawdads. Wow, okay. Four. Mike, what did you rate it when you did it? I gave it that same rating, a four out of five. Eddie? Four out of five, absolutely. Good. I felt like the story was a little unbelievable, just kind well, of... It's fiction. I, I know, but but I wanted it to you be like... You ever watched Iron Man? <laughs> okay, but it's not like a superhero movie. It's like a real-life story. But certain things in there, I'm like, well, that wouldn't really happen. But it's, but... A, it's fiction. No, I get it. I get it. But I love the movie. It's so good. good. It is good. Yeah, four out of five. It's good. I, I, you know, for about half of it, I was like three and a half, four. Oh, it just got better and, and then better. it got better as it went. Yeah, for sure. So that's the first one. It, it's about a girl who lives in the marsh. Her family leaves her, and she has to raise herself. And it's not like super, it's not like a sad, sad, sad movie, but it's just a story. And then she gets accused of a crime, and she's got to figure it out, right? Did you think of yourself a lot while watching the movie? Well, I started calling myself Marsh Boy during the movie. <laughs> Why? My, my wife was like, stop calling yourself that. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> You'll see, Amy. I was like, I'm just a marsh boy. I get it. I know what it's like. Because her, her family all left her. She was by, she'd like raised herself. Orphan. Yeah, basically. I could totally see your wife being like, okay, all right. I, she was like, get it. She goes, I know where you came from. You're not a marsh boy. You never live in the marsh. Uh, but the next movie I watched is called Don't Worry Darling with Harry Styles and Florence Pugh. I didn't know what it was going into it. I had no idea. I thought it was just a rom-com. That was just Harry Styles being cute. And I knew that there was some drama. Olivia Wilde once directed it. I had no idea that there was like an element to it of you're trying to figure out what's going on. And I don't even want to say too much because I don't want to spoil what's up. But I give this one. I'm going to give this one four out of five as well. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give it four out of five 1950 Chevrolets. Because it takes place in that time? Yeah. Dude, okay. okay, it's on the I list got now. Two Good. movies. I Mike, did have. you review that one? Yeah. What'd you think? I gave that one a three point five out of five. I felt there were a lot of loose ends. They audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is seventy four percent. The critics went to thirty nine percent. Oh wow! I didn't know what I was getting into, but you did, huh? Yeah, I did. I don't want to spoil too much, but it's there's an alley, and it's up mine. Okay, like a literal alley. Hey, oh, there's an alley, and it's like up mine. Those movies. Huh. What? What movies? Like sci-fi? No, it's not like Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Or like, but you'll see it. But it's like they're living in this ideal, I- idyllic town, and you got It's just you, their story okay. and how they have to figure it out. Hey, listen to Marsh Boy, you guys. <laughs> so I recommend them both. I recommend them both. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Bobby Bones. Every year, my husband and I host Thanksgiving. We love it. However, our problem is that every year, people always stay too late. After we eat, everyone ends up spreading out on the couch or talking endlessly at the empty table. No one wants to leave. My husband has an uncle who brings himself an entire (laughs) 12-pack, sits at the couch to watch football, and doesn't leave until it's all done. One year, he stayed until 10 p.m. Last year, we tried to start packing and handing out leftovers to get things to move along, but that didn't work. Help! How do you politely kick your family and friends out on Thanksgiving? Sign, the Thanksgiving tyrant. Well, the answer is you have to set the expectation before they get there. You have to say, hey, we're going to have Thanksgiving at our house from 11 to 3 or whatever. You have to lay those out. And you can put, bring whatever, we're shutting off. You can write it all in an, uh, an email or an invite because it doesn't feel like you're targeting anyone specifically. 
So as long as you lay the rules out, generally before it even happens, nobody will get their feelings hurt. You still may have Uncle Twelve Pack hanging out. Yeah, can you limit yeah, that to a six pack? He's probably yeah. gonna be like, "This doesn't apply to me." <laughs> yeah, I, you really have to describe what your expectation is before they get there. It's hard for them just to show up and you start packing up, and be like, "All right, time to go." Because it's it's awkward. I do that. You do that. Oh, I do that. I'm like, "Well, mm-hmm. time for everybody to get out of here." I'll just say it. And we'll go because I think people also may be confused on when to leave as well. That's an awkward thing for the person there sometimes too. Like, can I leave now? Do I need to hang out a little bit more? Just direct communication in this situation, I think, is the best. But it's tough for Uncle Twelve Pack because yeah. you know he's he, at nine. He can't just drive. And, and that, that's true. He can't just drive, and he's got to wait till at least the game's over. Like he's here to watch the game. Yeah, obviously. but you have to again set it at the end of. The, you can do that at the end of the Cowboys game if that's the first game, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We're shutting it down. Hmm. Say that. <laughs> they do make those banners you can hang. Like, leave by nine, please. Yeah, but you don't need ten. Do you not? It seems like you want people out of there a <laughs> yeah. lot well, earlier Or than whatever. That. that You probably specify it to the time you need. So I would just say, let everybody know in the pre-email, but don't make the email about that. You write it all, and part of it, too, is, hey, and we want everybody out by four, because at the end of the game, blah, blah, blah. That's it. Okay. No one will take any offense to it, because you're not targeting anyone specifically. And also, people will feel good to know when they can also leave because that's also awkward for them. Good luck. Hope your turkey's awesome. I hope everybody gets out by six or seven. And I hope Uncle 12 Pack. <laughs> well, you know, rolls a sixer in. Hide some of his that's beers. <laughs> no, right. you'll find them. That's the mailbag. Thank you. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. This guy's 95 years old. He fell. So they take him to the doctor, and they go, hey, you got something in your neck. He's getting checked out. Like, what is that? It's a bullet. Been in his neck for 77 years. What? Fought in World War II. Got shot. Didn't know. It was close to a lot of, like, vessels, but didn't go into them. And he's had neck pain randomly oh on and off. Wow. But they said that bullet is actually in a place that is fine, and it may actually, because of his age, be worse to cut it out. Yeah. So he's lived 77 years with a bullet in his neck, and he's going to die with a bullet in his neck. Wow. But the bullet in his neck didn't kill him. That's he's a crazy. survivor. Look at that. What if it gave him just the right amount of iron to make him live 95 years, though? Maybe what if that's it? Iron. Like, whatever it was, was just, like, perfect, and that's what allowed him to live. You never know. There's a 10-year-old girl who helped her mom give birth at home and now wants to become a doctor. I feel like that would go one or two ways. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I never want to be anywhere near <laughs> uh-huh. the human body again. Or can't get enough of it. This girl, 10 years old, her name is Miracle Moore, and she helped her mom deliver a baby at home. Must be kind of a hippie family. <laughs> Probably. Like, you know, From all that, at yeah. First I was and like, Miracle. Oh, oh, maybe they couldn't make it to the hospital, but now I'm like, oh, maybe it was a home birth. Uh, Viola Fair went into labor. It was three weeks before her due date. There was not enough time to get to the hospital, oh. but Miracle, who was 10, picked up the phone, called 911, and the operator just kind of talked her through. It's like when you see on TV, they land planes, and the person's like, okay, now push this red button. But they're like, okay, kid, take your left hand to put it. Oof. I don't know. That's crazy. (laughs) You would do it if you had to. Yes, I would. (laughs) But yeah, gross. (laughs) Is it gross? Be honest. Yeah. Oh, it's gross. Of course it is. There we go. Thank you. I'm not saying it's not awesome, but it's gross. Oh, gross. (laughs) Gross. Really? Would every man describe it as gross or some would say beautiful? No, gross. Every man would say gross. It can be both, though. Because... What happens can be beautiful. I'm not hearing yes. beauty from these guys. But, no, no, but it is beautiful 
because a baby of what happens at the end. Yes, but the, the process. That, oh, it's like hot dogs. I'm sure that process pretty disgusting. How they make hot dogs. But the hot dog is beautiful. Like, yeah, put a little mustard on it, oh, a little bun on a sunny summer day mm-hmm. on a picnic. Oh, <laughs> okay. But it's gross. Gross. Oh man, like it is the grossest thing you've ever seen. Oh my. Ever. I, I ever. Dude, the stuff. Yeah, no, we know. Eddie, is it the grossest thing you've ever seen? I, I did C-sections. Scuba oh, Steve. that has to be gross. Scuba's Scoob. acting like it's beautiful. Know. I think it's not a beautiful. I marveled over it. thinking like, this is so incredible that my wife can do this. Anything and everything you see doesn't matter because of what's happening in no, that no, moment. No, but it does. Just, just it wasn't you, gross. No, not okay, at all. There you I go. thought it was that, pretty cool. Wait, wait. You Scuba, the, cool? all the yeah. stuff that... You can deliver a baby? I could totally deliver a baby, yes. Is it like being a quarterback? You just like catch it <laughs> no. when it comes out? <laughs> no, it's a little slipper. You got to have, I mean... It's yeah. like... Um, the, the the oily pig, oh the, yeah, and you don't you don't even really have to catch it. Like my third child, the doctor wasn't even ready, and she's like, "Hey, if it comes out, don't worry, there's a table to land on." Wait, what? Mm. Well, they put a little sheet there to catch it. So yeah, but there. like the doctor oh, was still cool. getting like gowned up, and she was like, "Oh, if you got to push, just push. It'll land on the table." For five hundred bucks, would you deliver somebody else's baby? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh five hundred. Oh, make it a thousand, and I'm in. Even though you think it's. If it wasn't your baby, it'd probably be real gross. It's really gross. It is so gross, dude. I got, ugh. Okay, $1,000, you're in? I'd do it for 1000 but it is I mean, so disgusting. Is it like Fear Factor gross? Oh, it's worse than that. Mm. It is worse. I mean, is it, what about ranch dressing? Oh, probably ranch is probably worse. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, the kid wants to be a doctor now. One final story. Brides are getting mid-wedding day haircuts. Here's the thing about a wedding. It's already very stressful, and now you want to go and get a haircut in the middle of it because what, what they're doing is they have the ceremony. They get their haircut and show up to the reception with different clothes and a haircut. Weird. Like a big bold haircut. I definitely wouldn't do it just for that. <laughs> I guess if you want. I don't know. It's just a lot. It's Risky. A lot. It's, yeah. What if you don't like it? Yes. Why I mean, not just put extensions in for the wedding and then take them out for the reception? That's more like it. I like yeah. that, Amy. Yeah, it's, it's something that people are doing now. It's something new for the wedding, and they're showing up and shocking people with a haircut in the middle. Hmm. I mean, that, I thought wardrobe change was a lot. <laughs> now they're getting a whole haircut. So anyway, how gross is that, baby? Oh, gross. Uh, oh. Mm. oh, you getting sick right now? Yeah, it's it's bad. But it's beautiful at the same time, but it's, it's scuba saying it ain't gross. I don't know what he's watching. Probably the same thing you are. No! I don't know. Could that. you no, watch no. a YouTube of, of, it, of it happening? Oh, yeah. You could? You could. You want to? How much? Yeah. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, you want to do something different this Thanksgiving? You can go cuddle with a turkey at a and have it called a gentle Thanksgiving. It's in Missouri, it's in Tennessee, and it's in California. You go to these locations, you pay $50, you have pie. Wow. Oh, you get to eat. Okay. Yeah, you have pie, you have other stuff, and you get to cuddle with a turkey. Ugh. Turkeys are not clean. No, no, no. It's like a rescue place, and you pay, and you get to go hang out with turkeys. Oh, maybe they clean them then. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like they're going to be clean turkeys. You Is it like Red Lobster where you pick your lobster? Oh, that's it. And then you pick it out, you cuddle, and then you whack. Stop it. No. No, you don't. You cuddle, and then you eat it? No. You don't don't whack it. It's it's, it's really just a way to do something different this Thanksgiving. It's turkeys that have been saved. You can go cuddle with it and enjoy Thanksgiving, but you don't eat the turkey. And here's the lady talking about it. The female turkeys love to cuddle and form close relationships. Our turkey specifically, we have a turkey that loves to be held and sit in your lap. So they really enjoy all of the attention. That's good. I like it. No turkey dies. 
because of this bit. That's there great. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was serious. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. You guys have a neighborhood watch? Well, we're forming one because remember like several months ago, one of my neighbors got shot at. Well, you told me that somebody was also on your neighbor's porch. Yeah, that has happened too. Where it was like they were like looking Uh at the video footage. So what they're trying to do is get everybody together and they held a neighborhood meeting. I couldn't attend it. But I'm on the emails, and I love that they were, like, being proactive, and they're trying to come up with the best plans possible to keep our neighborhood safe. And they gave all these reasons why our neighborhood is a popular target. Why? Well, 
I don't, should I say? Lots <laughs> of money? No. Gold? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not yeah. it. That's not it. That's not it Diamonds. Easy to figure out codes to get into places. <laughs> no dogs. Tell us more. Yeah. No. How do you get there? <laughs> no. It's not like that at all. It could be any neighborhood yeah, yeah, yeah. that has uh-huh. close access to highways. So they can get away fast. Exactly. Got it. And so they're just working on different ways to... Uh, utilize everybody. What is your role going to be? Are you going to go out and do security in the middle of the night? I got to figure out through the emails what the job opportunities are. It's not a paying job, Amy. It's not a career. <laughs> yeah, put the yellow light on top of your car and drive around. It, it, it ain't a career path. Yeah. <laughs> okay, or the volunteer opportunities because, you know, like we got to work together. You know for sure you'll fall asleep in that car. 100%. No doubt. Amy's <laughs> like, I'm going to get 2 to 5 a.m. There's like three break ins. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is exciting for your neighborhood that they're going to do that, yeah. but not exciting that they have to do that. No, and it, but it's not just our neighborhood um, that is dealing with it. Like, they've gotten together with several neighborhoods down our street. or Like, there's a long street, and then there's, boom, these little neighborhoods. And apparently, everyone's being affected. And so, yeah, they're just being proactive, which I love it. And I'll keep you all posted what my contribution will be. You have neighborhood watch? Uh, no, but I want to be part of one. Like, I, I would Come like to. Mine. Go do Amy's. I mean, I, I like to be a he vigilante out there busting neighborhood. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have one? Not that I know of, no. Uh, Eddie? No, I don't want to have one. We should have one, but we don't. Yeah, I mean, where are they? <laughs> no, we don't have Wait, one. Somebody has to be the leader. Like this person in my neighborhood, they stepped up and they were like, we're hosting a get-together at our house. We're going to brainstorm. Like they were, they took the initiative. So that's what you guys have to do. I always thought neighborhoods just put those signs up to make you think people are watching you and there is really no neighborhood watch. I thought those were all fake. I always thought they put it up because they had one for a minute and then everybody quit, but they kept signs up. Mm. Yeah. That's you, what I thought. You know happened. what we have? We have a Facebook page, and everyone just speculates. Yes, that's a great one, That's too. all everyone does, just talks crap about stuff. They just guess who probably robbed it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, one of the neighbors got the, uh, an ambulance call to their house. No one knew anything, but they're all just like, I bet you this happened. I bet you that happened. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm like, you guys don't know anything. Those neighborhood Facebook pages, <laughs> those can get you in trouble. Like, people are uh, sometimes mean, uh, sometimes too sherry. You know, they're sharing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely could see where that could cause real life human tension in the neighborhood. Oh. Of people getting on those. <laughs> when I first moved to my neighborhood, I don't know, maybe one day I'll be able to write a book about it, but, but I was definitely getting talked about. <laughs> on Publicly on that page? No, but they're, they were probably texting about me. How do you know? Because it just, there was so much happening during that time that, I don't know, just crazy things were happening. And there was probably texts flying. Like, who are these new people? Ooh, that just moved we, here? we need to hear more about why. This. What were you doing that was so textable? I well, it's not. It's like it's, um, cops. Um, yeah, emergency vehicles, stuff like that. Hmm. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. All right. Well, be safe, Amy. We would love for you to do a shift a month. <laughs> <laughs> but please stay awake. Yeah, please do a shift a month because you have a concealed. Weapon. That's in the state of North Carolina. Eh. You have to potato, get- potato. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. cross over. Yeah, potato, potato. I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess I could be like, I'm armed and ready to mm-hmm. shoot. I well, mean, once a month would be awesome. Yes, people would wake up and be like, "Oh, I'm drunk driver hit my car. Oh no, it's just it's Amy security, doing yeah. security. <laughs> That's a good point. I'll give you three movies. Give me the one actor that was in all three of the movies. Survivor style. Amy, you're first. Okay. Your three movies are. Inception, Titanic, and The Departed. Leonardo DiCaprio. That's correct. Amy moves on. Lunchbox. Yep. Your three movies are Gravity, 
Miscongeniality. Speed. Sandra Bullock. Correct. Eddie, your three movies are Jumanji, Hobbs and Shaw, Black Adam. Uh, Let's just go Robin Williams. Incorrect. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's The Rock. It's The Rock. The new Jumanji. I was like, I didn't know he was in Jumanji. Jumanji, Hobbs and Shaw. He's one of those two. And then Black Adam. He is Black Adam. This is terrible. Eddie has been eliminated. See you guys. Well, that was an upset. Amy, The Hunger Games, American Hustle, Winter's Bone. Jennifer Lawrence. Correct. Lunchbox, I'll give you three movies. Name the actor. Argo. Gone Girl, The Town. Ben Affleck. Correct. Amy, Meet the Parents, Goodfellas, Taxi Driver. Robert De Niro? Correct. Clutch. Lunchbox. Yeah. Eat, Pray, Love, Hook, Runaway Bride. Julia Roberts. Correct. Oh! Amy, Uncut Gems. What? Hustle. Funny People. What? Uncut Gems. Hustle. Funny People. I do not know. I mean, Hustle. Uncut Gems, Hustle, Funny People? What? Is Hustler Jennifer J-Lo? Uncut Gems, Hustle, Funny People. Jude Law. Jude Law. I don't know. Jude Law. Good guess. Seth Rogen. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Oh. Hustle's awesome. It's a Netflix movie, Basketball. Yeah, that's where he goes. I've seen that. Yeah, it's really good. Funny People, where he's dying and he's mentoring a younger comic. Mm. I love Adam Sandler movies. Golly, that was hard. Lunchbox for the win. Yeah. You get this, you're the champion. Let's go. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. (laughs) You watched that one. I know, he did. Relax. Tenet, the Batman. The Batman. The Batman. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Tenet, and the Batman. Oh, man, I have no idea what Tenet is. But Harry Potter and the Goblet, the only person I know is Daniel Radcliffe. Incorrect. No idea. Robert Pattinson. Oh, he, he plays he's the in Batman. Harry Potter? He's obviously he's in, in Tenet, which is, was really good. Oh. In the Goblet of Fire. Morgan, what was he in the Goblet of Fire? Yeah, he was a, one of the students that attended the school. He was a big part of that movie. Oh. Sudden wow. death. Between? You and Lunchbox. Well, yeah, okay. yeah, we're not going to bring Eddie back in. He's been out for six months. Eddie, you're back I'm in, too. Back in. Let's no, go. Why no, not? No, hey, no. we're in the Christmas spirit wow. almost. No. Yeah, well, it's not even Thanksgiving yet, but tomorrow's Thanksgiving. <laughs> no way. Eddie's back in because Amy was confused at who, so we'll let everybody back I in. I love it. Thank you, guys. I wasn't confused. Hey, if I come back and win this, woo. Oh. Sudden, sudden death, I will list out three movies slowly, and all you have to do is buzz <laughs> in with your name. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> the three movies are <laughs> Dunkirk. Never heard of it. Eddie. Eddie. Harry Styles. Correct. Yeah! Wow! That? Wow! I came back and got you guys! Eddie comes back! Yay! Wow, what a win, Eddie! What a win! <laughs>
Thanksgiving. Don't even care. Wow, wow, guys, wow. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. That was awesome. Wow. And, and thank you, Are you for letting me. Are you thankful for that win? Absolutely. Are you thankful to Amy? Because she was like, well, who's in? And I was Amy, like, well. thank you so much, Amy. Happy Thanksgiving. No problemo. <laughs> Dunkirk, My Policeman, and Don't Worry, Darling are the movies for Harry Styles. Dang. Eddie is the winner. That was awesome. Hey, how do you know what that is? Dunkirk? Great movie. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes out only for a second, though. Don't worry, darling. That's well, the one yeah, you saw. I would have yes. remembered. Yeah. That's what a was good the one. third one? What was the third one? My Policeman. Yeah, here's the truth. I wouldn't have got any of those. Would have had no idea. What if I'd have said, watermelon sugar? Hi. Uh, Justin Bieber? Okay. All right. <laughs> a voicemail from Katie in Wisconsin. I'm calling because I heard Eddie talking about the UFO sighting, and I was driving in my car one day a couple weeks ago and saw something exactly like that, but it was bright as day out. And so maybe there is something that exists. Love the show. The general sort of explanation was uh, space station, International Space Station. That's what they want us to think. Yeah, I felt like that was the go-to, like the cover-up go-to. You, you think they I mean? have a group of people that are ready to call yes. if they yes. hear that and they just fill the call lines if up? If anyone right? sees that mysterious light, just tell them it was the space station. That's mm-hmm. what I feel like. Like, like sleeper cell callers, mm-hmm. though, of all around the country where they... <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, here's Abel and his mom. I live in Tallahassee, Florida, on... No, you don't tell them the address. And the... <laughs> tell them you got a morning corny. I have a morning corny. You done gave the whole world the address, boy. Why can't you trust stairs? Why can't you trust stairs? Because they're always up to something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this worked or not. <laughs> I love it that. Works. I love it. Pretty much a whole show. Let's listen to that. Thank you for the morning, Corny. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Abandoning your cart on Black Friday could help you save some money. Do you know what that means? Yeah, it means you fill it full of crap and you run off and go, I don't want it anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's your online cart. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I was going to say, of course it saved you money because all that stuff you're not buying. Yeah, experts are saying, hey, go ahead and throw it in your cart on Black Friday if you're sure that it's not going to sell out. And if you keep it in your cart through the weekend, the they'll normally maybe send you an email. Normally, maybe. <laughs> well, because I don't want to guarantee anything. But it's likely that the company might send you an email saying, hey, we see you still have this stuff in your cart. And then to give you some incentive, they'll give you a discount code to purchase what was in your cart. Well, if you want to save money, you can abandon your cart, abandon your kids, abandon... Uh, that'll well, there's a lot of stuff money. you can abandon your wife, <laughs> husband, abandon your hobbies. There's just a lot of abandonments we can do here. What else? Uh, I have America's most hated Thanksgiving foods and the most loved. Most hated would be something, though, that isn't normal, I would think. Or isn't considered traditional. Is it not? What is it? I mean, I don't put this on any of my food. The number one most hated thing is cranberry sauce. I love cranberry wow, sauce. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Ugh. And it's a, if I had it every meal, it wouldn't be. But I love it for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I like that tartness. You know, they put so much sugar in that stuff. So they have to because it is so tart normally. Mm. But I love cranberry sauce. I, in the can, I probably like it fresh, but nobody ever made it for me fresh. <laughs> and then the number two I most- get sad. A tear falls <laughs> off my oh, cheek. man. Yes. The, the number two most hated thing is turkey. So it's almost like, why even so much effort goes into the who turkey? Tur- Just put I all love the sides turkey. out no, there. No, no. Turkey's awesome. Okay. Hey, the, who, why'd well, they pull yeah, these people? What? Well, you're going to love the number one food because it's mashed potatoes. No, all that's good. 
Are they? Is this all loved, but it's the least loved? Well, it just it's, goes in order, and then mac and cheese at number two. Okay. Then the list goes on. Well, I'm just making sure people have this stuff at their table, but clearly we all disagree. Uh, speaking of food, Miranda Lambert is putting out a cookbook. It's called Y'all Eat Yet. And she said it's full of some recipes, her mom, her grandma, her kitchen, stuff like Nani's banana pudding, Dutch oven campfire cobbler, and stacked enchilada bake. Do you know what a Dutch oven is? It's where you fart under the cover. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I, no, no, no. I, I got you a Dutch oven for your wedding. No, no Bobby's right. No, it no, is. no. The original no. is an actual No, no, a Dutch oven is no. when you fart oh, under the cover and oh, then it's like. I, lock them in. Yeah. Okay. That's why when I hear that, I was like, wait, well, she's making a fart meal? No, she's not. No, it's a thing. Why didn't no one stop her and go, you shouldn't call it a Dutch oven? Because there's really a Dutch oven. That's what it's called. Really? You it's have not one. just the fart thing. Lunchbox, what did you think when you heard Dutch oven? Uh, fart under the covers. And Me too. Them Lock them in. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Well, only the, I guess, probably all the women know what a Dutch Here's oven is. Here's the definition. <laughs> a Dutch oven from Urban Dictionary. Farting under the blanket, then lifting it up, trapping your significant other underneath the covers. Yep. Lock them in. Right. That's from Urban Dictionary. What about I'm like, the streets. Webster Miriam? I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, good for her. Hey, if you can make a cookbook, all power to you because that's easy to do. And what's recipes and stories? I like yeah. that some people are now doing that with the cookbook. I like, wish I could do a cookbook. Yeah. I do all Dutch oven items. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that it, Amy? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news with Bobby. Tell me something good. A Warren County, Iowa canine officer named Zeke, a police dog was staying at a professional handler's home when Zeke got out. His owner, police officer Cody Poffenberger, had just returned from vacation when he got the call that they could not find Zeke. Shortly after he went missing, Zeke was spotted in a quiet neighborhood just playing with somebody. He was playing with another dog, and they're like, we saw him, but then he ran off where they could get to him, and they searched forever. 45 people from different agencies. Everyday people searched. They're looking for Zeke. They can't find him. Then a firefighter spotted Zeke in his own yard and said, Zeke's here but I'm not going to make any sudden moves. And so they slowly went up to Zeke, put their arms around him, got him, and held him. Now here is Steve Kirby, the neighbor who spotted Zeke, and this is his story. We heard some commotion. Our dogs were barking. And then my wife says, hey, there's a police car out front with the lights on. So I was down there with the flashlight. It was important to find Zeke. We did utilize drones, and we did utilize any technology that we had available to us. The firefighter saw Zeke and said, Zeke, here. And Zeke came right over and was reunited with Officer Poffenberger. Wow. Well, they talked about the pretty clinical. So we said drones out, but uh, like I need a heartwarming dog story. Like, <laughs> I could tell Zeke had a tear in his eye when he saw his owner. And we're looking for donations this holiday season for other police dogs. Like, that's how you do that right there. Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, we sent Zeke up. We tracked him by his collar. The firefighter did what he needed to do, and we got him. <laughs> no, I'm glad they got Zeke, but uh, it's a great story. I love that Zeke's back with... But also a police dog. Shouldn't he be so trained he didn't keep running away from people, too? Yeah, you would yeah. think. What if he's out... Oh, what if he's out solving crimes? Oh, oh. He and they figured out how to, and that. the human's always been holding him back. And he finally <laughs> figured out this is how he could do it. And Zeke is out solving... But dog crimes, not human crimes. Oh. In the dog community, Zeke's been figuring his stuff out. Uh-huh. Let me write this down. Show idea. Sorry, I meant terrible Book show idea. idea. Oh. <laughs> all right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What did one turkey say to the other turkey on Thanksgiving? What? 
Let's get basted. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Yeah, it could be like, what did one partying turkey okay, say okay, to the other yeah. partying turkey? Yeah. I'm going to tell that one. Let's get one. basted. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Hey, I do want to play this. A voicemail from Shannon in Massachusetts. And I'm a couple weeks late on the podcast, but I just heard the remix of Nobody Cares About the Opening Act, which I loved anyway, but I peed myself laughing to the new verses. I loved it so much from Lainey Wilson and Jordan Davis. Hysterical. <laughs> Morning, studio. Have a good day. Dang. Wow. She loved it. She's I don't awesome. know that funny. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest on the bobby bones show now reese witherspoon hey reese how are you hi i'm good how's it going hey doing pretty good we're 
going to talk about a few things, but I do want to start with your, your kid's book, Busy Betty. Why a children's yeah. book? Well, you know, I was, during the pandemic, I was, like, going through old photos of me as a kid and realizing, like, I started a bunch of businesses when I was eight, nine. And then I thought it would be cute to do kind of a character that was a young me um, to kind of teach kids about how to harness their creativity and get off their phones and off their devices and then build businesses, you know, the early concepts of how you build a business do when you, you're a kid. Do you have trouble with keeping your kids off their phones? I mean, my wife has a trouble with me, but I wonder you with kids. Is that an issue yeah. at your house? Yeah, I have that problem too. Like it's a problem for everyone in my whole family. So I actually saw this thing on Amazon the other day. I was like, I need this. It's just like this lock box. It's like a plastic box and you can put a timer on the top. <laughs> and I'm like giving that to everybody for Christmas. Uh, Reese Witherspoon's on. The book is Busy Betty. So who, but tell me about Betty. Cause did you based her on you a little bit or did the idea just come from thinking about you as a kid? Yeah, well, I kind of like, you know, when I saw Young Rock, and I, I'm such a huge Dwayne Johnson fan, I was like, oh, it's kind of fascinating to think of like who people were when they were little. And so I was always this super creative kid who had a busy brain. And if I didn't have a focus or something to work on, I would get in a lot of trouble. So I think it's a good tool for parents, too, to say, here's some ideas about how you can keep your kids busy and occupied, especially when you have those like really high energy kids. What was your house like at seven, eight, nine years old? Oh my gosh, my house? Yeah, like just your living. Like, what is an eight-year-old Reese doing and who's in, living in the house with her? Well, my mom and dad were both um, in medicine. So my mom was a nurse. She was always at work. And my dad was always at work. He was a doctor. So my brother and I were always being creative and coming up with businesses or having magic shows or, um, <laughs> you know, basically getting in trouble. My brother built a go-kart from scratch out of a lawnmower engine and I was kind of a tomboy we grew up in Nashville Tennessee so I was just you know running around in creeks catching bugs and frogs and things like that with the other boys in the neighborhood we're in Nashville and so obviously you're still here a decent amount how how much time are you spending in Tennessee versus Los Angeles I live in Nashville the majority of the time but honestly like just with my job I'm everywhere but I love Nashville it's hometown it always will be for me it's like the greatest city on earth um, and my whole family is here, so I I just love being around people who are friendly and down to earth. And I mean, I was here the other day, and I saw somebody get in a bike rack, and like five people pulled over and got out of their car and were like, "You okay?" And I was like, "If that happened in L.A., they'd just run you over." <laughs> you know. <laughs> we just finished watching where the crawdads sing and, and loved it. And I know that you were very, uh, you produced the show, the, the movie. And how did that, because I think you recommended it as a book first, but how did that whole project come together? Because it was it was an A-plus movie. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I picked it for my book club back in 2018. And then we got the rights and we ended up, because the pandemic, we got a little delayed. And then we ended up making the movie and it just turned into this like amazing project with Southern writers and shot in New Orleans. And it's, um, you know, one of those movies where I read the book and I was like, oh, I would love to play this character, but I'm not 25 any year, anymore. So it was really, it's just fun to be able to go through that whole process of going from the book to the screen. And then it just did so well this summer in the theater. So, um, and I have to say thank you to Taylor Swift too, who gave us the amazing song Carolina that just got nominated for a Grammy. I mean, I just think when Taylor put puts her stamp on anything, um, you know, we just got so many young readers reading the book before the movie came out, and so, such a, an incredible audience turned out to see it in the theater. 
We love the morning show as well. So how much filming has been done for season three? We are more than halfway done. We're on episode seven. It's very exciting this year. Um, we have a bunch of new characters like John Hamm has joined the cast and um, lots of romance this year, which is it's kind of fun because we haven't really had very many romantic storylines. What do you watch? I mean, I watch stuff with you. What do you watch? I'm watching right now. I watch a bunch of stuff. So I'm watching The Crown and White Lotus because um, Jennifer Coolidge obviously was in Legally Blonde. And I'm so obsessed with Jennifer Coolidge. She's amazing. And I'm trying to watch funny stuff. But you know what? I feel like there's not enough funny movies or romantic stuff that I really want to see. So that's actually our focus next year for our company, Hello Sunshine, is we have we have um a lot of romantic movies and television shows coming out. Like we have a, a Christmas movie with Zoe Deutsch called something from Tiffany's. It's going to be on Amazon in about um, a week. And I love a Christmas movie. Y'all. I just love it. I watched your episode of the home edit and I know those ladies as well. And they were in my house and in your episode, they organized your closet with all the pieces of the wardrobe that you've kept from movies. Do you have a one piece? If, you, if they were like, you could keep one, one only, what would you keep? Probably the pink suit from Legally Blonde. It's been in a museum. It's like every time I see it, I get flutters and reminders of Elle Woods. And I'm so lucky that I got to keep some of the costumes and I get to give them to my kids. You know, I also have the wedding dress from Sweet Home Alabama. So when I kiss the boy in the rain and it's really it brings back a lot of memories when I look at it. Reese Witherspoon is on with us. Busy Betty is her new children's book. I have two final questions for you. Uh, one of the, the people, one of the Amy who's on the show, she has a a role in a movie coming out on HBO Max tomorrow, and she's a brand-new actress. She has It's like Ooh. a good, solid scene. What advice would you give cool. Amy as she's starting in acting? Don't listen to everything people say. Just keep your head down, do the hard work, and also just learn about every side of the business because there's so many more opportunities for women now in the film industry than when I started. And you know what? We just need lots of different kinds of voices, so... Keep going. Keep up the good work. Amy, what do you want to say to that? Well, no, that's awesome. I actually was with my acting coach yesterday. And Reese, I'm I'm 41. I'm a mom of two. I've been in radio working with Bobby for almost 17 years. So this is all I know. So yeah, movies are new and I have had doubts because I'm like, I'm 41. What do you think you're trying to do? Venturing off to some new career. But with my acting coach yesterday, she asked me if there was any particular actresses that I would like to run lines from their movies. And Reese Witherspoon, that was the first person out of my mouth. And so I guess the next lesson I show up to, I might be, you know, reading from one of your films, which since we're going into Christmas, I was just curious if you would ever consider doing another movie like Four Christmases. Oh my gosh, I would love that. I love making Christmas movies. Obviously, you can't make too many of them. (laughs) But I, I just haven't gotten the right script yet. But I would love to. And by the way, if you want to run some lines, let's run lines. It's my favorite thing, running lines with people. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no idea how to ever get a hold of Reese after yeah, this. Yeah, and I also, you know what else I love to help people with their audition? Oh, I'm, I'm perfect. Like, I'm a frustrated director, so I can like sit there and go, no, not like that. More like this. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't ever auditioned for anything yet, but it is on my goals for 2023 to put myself out there and audition for things, no matter how many rejections I get, the important thing is is to counter that side of my brain that's doubting myself and just going for it. That's right, because you know what? You, you miss every shot you don't take, and it's the people who jump in with two feet that really 
get better opportunities. Even yeah, and I was talking to a young woman the other day um, about she wants to start a new uh, career, and she was like, "Yeah, but how do I get the confidence that I can do it?" And I was like, "You don't need the confidence to do it. You just need the confidence to begin." Come on, you just I got a free it. got a free masterclass I right know. now. Wow, uh, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> the book is Busy Betty. Uh, the kid's book is my final question is if someone comes up to you out of nowhere and says, Hey, Reese Witherspoon, what do they quote back to you more times than anything else? Uh, definitely legally blonde. The scene where she looks at her ex-boyfriend and he goes, you got into Harvard and they say, what? Like it's hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. You guys go get busy, Betty. Reese, thank you for your time. You're awesome. And I hope you have a great holiday. Thank you all. All right. There she is. Reese Witherspoon. Now, the tricky thing is going to be ever getting in touch with her again to follow up on her offer to Amy. Yeah. Because that's what people do. They just go, why not? Hey, you can have my Lamborghini. And they hang up. And then we're like, hey, how do we get that Lamborghini? We have no way to get a hold of them. Yeah, that's good. She did say it's one of her favorite things to do. And why would she just offer that? Like she, she, she's a professional. She knows not to just Amy, I'd like to offer you $10,000 right now. Yeah, but that's See how easy that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just said it. That's fine. I like it. just saying that. And that would be fun, though, huh? I mean, that would be amazing. I, but there is no way to get a hold of her. We have no idea. No, it's never going to happen. You know yeah. how sometimes yeah. when you get nervous or excited about something, you get like a lump in your throat? Mm-hmm. I kind of have that right now. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be sure to not get her on the phone again and follow up. <laughs> I mean, we, don't, we don't have to. I know. It's whatever. It's fine. It's cool that she said it. You'll always have that. I'll You'll always, always have that, that moment where you thought it was going to happen. Yeah, maybe if I'm auditioning for something, they're like, oh, you know, what advice, or who have you ever, like, gotten from advice phone. from? Play and from I'll phone. be like, oh, well, Reese Witherspoon told Said me this. this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there she is, Reese Witherspoon. Love to have her. Her new kid's book is Busy Betty. Here's my holiday recommendation. Tomorrow, it's Thanksgiving, and the parade will be on. You'll be watching football. Maybe someone's like, well, now what do we do? Snake in the Grass is on Peacock. Yeah. Oh. It's an easy show, everybody. Can, it's a good family show. And it's fun. It's Every episode's a whole different show. So watch Snake in the Grass on Peacock. That is my new show that's up there. I'm pretty pumped about it. And so I'd love it if you gave it a shot. All right, time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A key to avoiding temptation is avoiding the kitchen entirely. Now listen to this. Health experts say that going through the back door of your house when you first get home it's much better than walking through anywhere the kitchen is because what happens is you'll just stop by the kitchen a few times. And those stops a few times for a few days ends up being a significant amount of just bad stuff you're eating. So they say if you're just eating to be bored, don't walk by the kitchen if you know that's a problem. People who pass through the, t- the kitchen or near it tend to graze, especially if something is sitting on the island counter or if it's just out from Cornell University. I, to avoid temptation, keep nothing in the house. Because I will eat it all. That's next level. <laughs> and if there is something, I will eat it all in one sitting. And my wife knows that. And I, my theory is there's stuff hidden around my house that I just don't know where it is. Oh, yeah, probably. Because she knows. she would like it. <laughs> yes. And that's what she says. Why should I have to suffer? Because you can't control yourself whenever there's a cookie in there. That's a good point. And I say, exactly. Mm. So, hide it. But if I find it, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> And so that's the game we play constantly at the house. I don't look, but I don't. I can't keep cheesecake or anything in the fridge. I'll eat the whole thing. Have you found a cookie like in the knife drawer? I'll tell you, I found, huh. a, I found a bag of cookies back in the back of the pantry Ooh. behind some stuff. Oh, man. But I don't know how long ago she hit them. She could have forgotten about them, too. Sometimes you hear about people, these drug lords that hide money. They dig up a hole and they forget about it. <laughs> it's yeah. a 10-year-old cookie. Yeah, it might have been an old cookie. <laughs> I still ate it, but it might have been an old cookie. Next up, the scientific reason that hangovers seem worse when you get older is not because, well, they're worse, it's because you are actually losing your pain tolerance. 
Yeah. Same hangover. Oh. The hangover is hitting you the exact same way. Like it's doing the same amount of damage, but it hurts worse because when you get older, your pain tolerance lessens. Your body becomes more sensitive to pain, to headaches, making four to five drinks seem a lot worse when you get older. But Lunchbox claims to have never had a hangover. No, I don't get hangovers. I would get up and go play 8 a.m. soccer games, no problem. After you would just get walloped? Yep, get home 3, 4 in the morning, 8 a.m. soccer game, let's go, start me. Do you consider that a blessing? Yes, because I see people that can't get out of bed all day, and I'm like, that has to be so miserable. You getting pretty bad, would you? Oh, they're they're getting worse and worse. I, the other day, ordered some pills that... Are supposed to help. Well, it's called. It's called like undo the. Are you booze? drinking so much you need pills? No. Yeah. No. 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 Is that, I don't like, need is that them like hair the of the time. dog? Where you no. like? Okay, let me back up. No, if I go and have a margarita or something, maybe even two over a course. <laughs> of, uh, or maybe, maybe three. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah no, we're no, waiting. No. We're waiting out there slowly. <laughs> Listen, I have told y'all it's a thing. I feel like it's a time marches on. I go have one drink with some girlfriends, and then the next day I just feel horrible. And so one of my other girlfriends was like, "Oh, you need to get these pills," and they undo the booze. You can, you could take it has it's a packet full of pills, and you take one pill per drink. That I you feel had. like this is something an influencer would sell in oh, their yeah. for sure. Uh, hey guys, undo the booze. You know, I use it. people ask me all the time, "How do I undo the booze?" I'm glad no, you asked. I haven't even seen it on um, Instagram. But now that we're talking about it, it'll probably show up in my feed. But no, 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 no. My friend just told me about it. If you have one drink, you take one pill. You have two drinks, take two pills. Studies show that most people have the phone in the bed with them. 66% of people admit to sleeping with their phone even though they admit that they sleep worse and check it multiple times throughout the night. Experts say it's best to put your phone on the nightstand or floor so you won't oversleep because you can easily turn the alarm off without fully waking up. When your phone isn't within arm's reach, it will also help your mind relax faster. That's from Tech Republic. I keep mine on the bedside table, but my bedside table is eight inches from my ear. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. So it's not in the bed with me because I'm like, yeah, I don't do that. But I mean, I I could just, it's so easy to grab it. And I do check it sometimes at night. Sometimes I have dreamed people are texting me for work and I'm like, I check it. There's no text. Mm. Oh, weird. I know. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but I have real, real dreams. Uh, most of us have a go-to or feel better comfort movie and I've watched it about an average of 30 times. Cool. Now, I don't watch a movie twice for the most part. Hmm. Been there, done it. I can't, I've seen a few movies a few times. Man on the Moon, Jim Carrey, about Andy Kaufman. Great movie. I've seen that a few times. Do you have a comfort movie? And if so, what would it be, Eddie? Field of Dreams. 100%. Uh, I take a pick. Pretty Woman. It's one of many. Take a pick? Take a, Yeah, Pretty Woman, Dirty Dancing, Still Magnolias, uh, uh, Legally Blonde, Elf. Oh. Wow. Elf made the list. <laughs> well, because it's Christmas time. Lunchbox? Braveheart. That's a long one, huh? Yeah. I don't know if I sit there and watch the whole thing, but I can turn it on and be like, man, this movie's so good and puts me in a comfort spot. The most common overlooked ways that you can set your house on fire. Whoa. Uh, Number one, oh. walking away while the food is still cooking. It I takes about 30 to 45 seconds before a fire gets out of control and you can't actually get it and what? Contain it. They say when you're doing a lot of cooking to keep baking soda nearby. So if you do get a little grease fire on a pan, you dump that on there real quick and it'll help put it out. I never really knew the idea of what baking soda was. I just stayed in there. You couldn't eat it. I still don't know what it is. It's, yeah, it stays in the fridge and it stays open. But yeah, I it's supposed really... to take the smell away from your fridge, right? Is that what it does? That's what, yeah, what they yeah, say. Yeah, that's what they say. It's in there. So baking soda is cool and all, but why not just a fire extinguisher? Just because the, great question. Well, well that's a lot. It's a lot of work to and go. And you got to, and the house is all oh. extinguished. Why not a blanket? 
Why not just have a fireman? Why not hire a fireman to stand by with a hose? (laughs) That'd be cool. I thought you put a blanket over it. Stop, drop, and roll. I don't know. Next up, plugging too much stuff into an extension cord. Mm. If you plug high-powered stuff into a cord, a power strip, you can start a house fire. Extension cord fires cause 7% of all house fires. Oh, my gosh. And finally, overheating lithium-ion batteries. Batteries like electric bikes, scooters, small electronics can overheat and cause a fire. The best way to avoid it is to only charge them with the official charger. Hmm. That's from Lifehacker. I did see the story, too, that if you're charging your iPhone with a non-iPhone charger, it's bad for the phone. Uh, really? Okay. This I mean, guy I was talking about it. I lost that charger a long time ago. He's like, you know, it does cost money to, to buy one or a new one, but it's worth it because your phone's going to die. It's going to fry your phone more than it's going to cost you to get a charger. Wow. So there you go. Uh, big songs. In country music this week, your top three. Number three, Jackson Dean, Don't Come Looking. I have no idea what this guy looks like. To me, I kind of picture Brothers Osborne with a big beard. Oh, like yeah. I picture a big bearded guy. Let me see what Jackson Dean looks like. Tattoos He's for tall, sure. tall, skinny dude. Oh, he kind of looks like Casey from... Yellowstone. Mm, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so he's got scruff. He's got beard. Yeah, he's got a beard. Okay. It's not. Yeah, he's got a beard. Like, yeah. Casey from Yellowstone. That's what. I, he has one of those hats. Like quite a cowboy hat, but not not. Nice. Yeah. 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 Jewelry. Like eagle rings. Yeah, and tattoos yeah. on his hands. That's even. what I'm talking about. Yeah, it looks yeah, pretty, it's looks pretty a, cool. It's All right. A vibe. Number two, Tyler Hubbard, five foot nine. God makes five foot. I've never seen this guy. Let me look him up. <laughs> Number one, Thomas Rhett and Riley Green, Half of Me. Half of me wants a Those are your top three songs, and that is your news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? 
through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. Put Eric on from Alabama. Morning, studio. Morning. <laughs> All right. Yes. So there. Yeah, there is a such thing as a foot fetish. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you want me to tell you? Oh, you have one. Is that what you're saying? I absolutely have one. Yes. So it turns you on to see a. Is it a hot foot or the hot person's foot? I it doesn't matter how pretty the girl is. She got some jacked up feet. I gotta say bye bye. Got it. So it's not bye-bye. how hot. It's not how pretty or hot. The person is. It's how. What if it's somebody who is not attractive at all, but they have great feet? She's got to be somewhat attractive, or at least her personality. If her personality is good and she's got beautiful feet, prime me up. I'll I'll try it. Okay. Try are, what? Like sign you up, up for what? Sign prime you up like, for what? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll date her. I'll try it out. I'll uh, I'll massage them and see what's up. You know. <laughs> What in the world? Okay, okay, okay. Do you are you one of the people that if you do you always stare at girls' feet like awkwardly? I try not to be awkward about it. Okay, now I have well, a friend. Now listen, I have a friend who's a Native American. He lives in Montana. He's a little more uh, like he takes. He's got pictures of feet on his phone. I don't do that. If if a girl is wearing sandals or uh, open toe, I'm gonna I'm 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 peek him out. I'm gonna peek and see. <laughs> see, listen, yeah. I, I, we notice hey, it. I, I try to be discreet. I try to be discreet about it. like like y'all talking about Amy's feet. I like I would like to see Amy's feet, but I don't want to be weird about it either. You know what I mean? So okay, so <laughs> are you married? Um, I am divorced. I got divorced in 2020. Now, when you got married was part of the reason you married her because she had nice feet. She had nice feet. Now, uh, they were flat. She was flat-footed, which I was okay with that. I do like an orange. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's picky. Yeah, I get it. Everybody likes what they like. <laughs> right, right, right. So, okay, okay. Oh. Let's say you met the perfect girl. Beautiful. Love her. Funny. Driven. But her feet are just bunk. No. No. I... I it's a turnoff, man. I'm sorry. I, like, at what point I do mean, you tell the girl on a date, or if you're dating, that you're into feet? Not the first. Not obviously not the first date. Obviously. But I will peek your feet if she's wearing shoes where I can see them. Okay, but but um, when do you, when does she find she, out she, you have a foot thing? Pretty soon, pretty quick. Because it's got to. I got to put it out there. Because I'm honest. I'm honest, even if it makes me look bad. I don't care. Do you ever meet a girl that goes, oh, that's too weird for me? I'm out. And do you ever meet a girl that goes, oh, that's okay. You can just ha- have that my feet. Yes. Like, I, I do Facebook dating, and I, uh, oh, boy. I've i seen a girl, and I was like, let me see your feet. No, I'm sorry. And she was like, are you serious? And I'm like, look, I've had a girl um, not talk to me anymore because I like Auburn football, and she's a Georgia fan. So people are weird. 
And by people, but okay. I mean, it's a little different. Are you in like a chat group for feet? Because how did you meet the guy? How did you become friends with another foot fetish guy? Um, we were in rehab together. Oh. Mm hmm. And do you talk about that immediately? That's 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 another. We did talk about it immediately. Like, can you see another one? Like, if you're at the, waiting for, to get your oil changed or rehab, or do you just see somebody okay, across okay. the room and go, "Oh, you like feet too"? No, 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 no. It, it, uh, it, it it's got to come out in conversation. You, it, it's not like a yeah. sixth sense. I yeah. mean, I wish it was, yeah, yeah. but it's not. I ever paid for feet, um, pictures of feet, paid money for people to people. Absolutely not, and I won't. I'm, um, I'm not, I'm not that extreme. Yet. I will say yet because you, yet. you never know. I mean, it, it, it seems like it's a combo it, deal, though. And why do I want to be this guy's friend? I don't know how I still want to be this guy's friend. <laughs> he just seems like the most fun guy. G- combo, go ahead, Eddie. It, it seems like he's not just a foot fetish guy. It's like, hey, if I'm going to date you, you're pretty. I need to see your feet, and this is how I'm going to, you know— Approve that I'm going to date you. No, no, he said yeah, he, he would date an ugly chick if she no, had good feet. Yes, he did. No, she has to be semi personality and semi personality. Okay. Yeah, looks yes. are relative, but he also stares at strangers' feet. If he can see the toes, he's looking. He said, mm-hmm. he, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, look, Eric, um, this I, know been... that's, I know that that's a little extreme, and I get now, it. Okay, I don't know what you're rehab for, but sometimes feet. people exchange one addiction for another. Is feet like oh. something you focus on and you're obsessed with? I'm not obsessed with it, no. Oh, you, but, but did you like feet but, before you went to rehab? Oh, yeah. yeah I've see, always liked it has feet. nothing to do with rehab. Life. Okay. Well, I just didn't know. Yeah. I why do you think that is? Like, what happened footsie? Did your mom not play footsie with you as a kid? I don't understand. Like, did you... What, why? What's the feet attraction? I don't... I, I don't... I don't know. Like, I have a, I have a therapist, and I hadn't talked about the feet thing yet. I've talked about other things, because... I have other addictions, but that's neither here nor there. Those addictions are stopped because it's drugs and alcohol, and I'm uh, 673 days clean and sober. Come Ooh, on, buddy. Awesome. Hey, have a couple extra feet today. Yay. You know what? <laughs> you, you deserve it. That's so good. Amy, send us some pictures. <laughs> okay. You know what? As a gift to you. <laughs> no, do, Amy, do not. I don't want to look at you like that, okay? Amy, please don't send me pictures. <laughs> but, I mean, if you, you want to... I'm not gonna say don't. I'm not gonna say no. What? Don't do it. Okay. You don't wanna look at me like that. Okay. <laughs> that feels weird. Okay. You're married, Amy. You're married. That's my feet. Like that. Listen. Listen. He's got I, limits. I, I, I will respect a woman. I'm a, I respect a woman. Okay. We, we like that. Well, this it's, just sounds like he just. This is like a thing. It's not like he chose it. It chose him. You know. He. It's like gang life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, hey, Eric, we appreciate that call. Really, I appreciate you being honest and I sharing. Can I say this about Lunchbox? Can I say this about Lunchbox? Yeah. Sometimes sometimes he wins me over, and then sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, you, I lost you again, dude. Okay. <laughs> that happens. Yeah. I'm Probably with all of us, but yeah. Yeah, I figure that's everybody on the show, but I win you over more than that. You hate me, I guess. You don't sound like you hate me, so. I don't hate you, but Lunchbox, sometimes you're like, you say things, and I'm like, dude, why? Like, I, it, this has got it. You can't be for real, for real. I mean, I'm for real, for real. I mean, I don't think you're for real, for real with your foot thing, but you sound like you are. I promise you 100% I'm real. Like, <laughs> all right, Eric, we got to go. Eric sounds like Mitch Hedberg. I don't know if you know Mitch Hedberg, the comedian from the 90s. Mm-mm. He sounds just like Mitch Hedberg. Um, Eric, you, you're awesome. Good luck. Hey, congrats for being sober for so long. We appreciate the call. I hope you have a good day. Hey. I love y'all guys. All right, see you, buddy. Bye-bye. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview.
case you didn't know. About to talk to BB Rexa. You'd know her from this song right here. It was number one for 50 weeks. It was nominated for a Grammy. Pretty cool. BB Rexa also has other hits that you would know, like this one right here. It's just me, myself, and I. And this one with David Guetta, this is called I'm Good. I'm feeling alright, baby. I'm gonna have the best. Now here is BB Rexa. On the Bobby Bones Show now. BB Rexa. BB, good morning. Good morning. Hey, is it even morning where you are? Are you in another country? Yeah, I'm in France right now. It's 4.30. Oh, hey, good afternoon. <laughs> where are Where are you in France? I've never been to France. Where, where are you and what is it like there? I'm in Cannes. Um, it's beautiful. I mean, the food is amazing. Is that where all the rich people go to, to watch the film festival? Yes, it's definitely where all the rich people go. But I'm, I'm, I'm here not on vacation. I'm here doing an award show. Oh, yeah, I wasn't saying that you're one of the snooty rich people. You're one of the cool rich people, B.B. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, so B.B. Rex is on with us. Hey, I have a couple questions about your musical upbringing. Did, did you learn to play trumpet as a kid? Was that one of your first instruments? Yeah, I played trumpet for like seven or eight years. If someone put a trumpet in front of you now, could you still play it? I could play like the scale, hot cross buns, that's it. I don't remember much, but I could, if it's really easy music, I could play it. If it's tough, I, I'm not that. Were you in were you in band? Did you have like were you like first chair trumpet? I actually was first chair trumpet and I was like it was me and three other girls. It was really cool. And did you have a dream of playing trumpet or an instrument, you know, for, for your adult I wanted, life? I wanted to play piano, but um in order to play piano you needed to have um piano lessons on in private and my parents could not afford that, so I had to play trumpet instead. BB Rex is on with us. Which, by the way, we've played you so many times on "Meant to Be" with you and Florida, yeah. you and Florida Georgia Line. That song was mad. I mean, it was so massive and so many different uh, part genres of music. How did that song come together? Well, I, it, it it came together really last minute, and it was kind of serendipity. I was in LA. I had a writing session. I was writing in the morning, and it didn't go so well. We didn't really come up with anything that great. And then I got home and I was kind of, you know, I felt defeated. And I was like, oh, it was a terrible writing day. And then my manager at the time called me and was like, this uh, group, Laura George Fine, really wants, you know, get, to get in the studio with you tonight. Are you down? And I was like, sure, I guess why not? And when I went into the studio, Tyler did, was having kind of a tough day as well. And he... um looked at me and said, you know what? My wife said, if it's meant to be for us to write a great song, it's meant to be. And I said, that is the song title. We have to write a song called Meant to Be. And so when you finish that song, because it is so catchy, the first time I ever heard it, I was like, golly, that song is, it's such an earworm. Did you know when you guys finished it that it was as strong as it was? Or was it just another song that you wrote when you write 10,000 songs a year? It came like in 40, like it came to us in like 40 minutes. It came, that's usually like the telltale sign for me. It's like when we write it really quick. But it wasn't until the next morning when I listened to it with, like, fresh ears that I was like, oh, my gosh, we have something really special here. And I remember Tyler was flying out that day, and I was like, we need to get back into the studio and finish this before you leave. And so you guys did? You got back in and finished it immediately? Yeah, we finished the whole wow. thing in that one day. That is great. BB Rex is on with us. Hey, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. What are you, what are you doing for the holidays? Um, I'm actually performing at the halftime show at, you know, the NFL game, Detroit Lions. Oh, that's cool. How are those shows? I mean, have you done a stadium football in the middle of a football game before? Can you actually hear what's going on? 
No, I mean the re like the the you know the the music is it's so loud there that like you you hear yourself like a second later. So you have to like use headphones to kind of like hear yourself because it's so crazy. And I've never done anything like that except sing the Star Single Banner, and I'm extremely nervous, but I'm also excited. Yeah, we're super pumped to watch you. And BB's on because we are talking about Macy's. And the thing with Macy's, it is Macy's Wishless Wednesday, where at Macy's they have festive wreaths and centerpieces, throw blankets, seasonal candles. You can shop Macy's.com for everything holiday. And Macy's Wishless Wednesday supports Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America. All you have to do is go to Macy's.com slash purpose and donate to Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America and help support their mission to inspire youth equity and empower kids to reach their potential. And be sure to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade tomorrow, 9 to noon. And then watch BB as she's performing at the uh, halftime of the NFL game and uh, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. We're big fans of yours and we appreciate the time for you to call us. Thank you so much. All right, there she is. BB Rex, everybody. Bye, Bobby. Have a good day. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Toronto, Canada. A man walked into a bank around 9.45 a.m. said, hey, give me the money. And they put a bunch of money in the bag and he left. And he's like, man, this is easy. So about 20 minutes later, less than a mile away, he walks in another bank. Hey, give me the money. They put it in the bag and he walked out. And he's like, this is awesome. Waited an hour. Another bank about three-quarters of a mile away walks in and police were waiting for him. <laughs> They probably knew. Yeah. yeah, it was all within a two-mile radius. All right, guys, uh, are there any more banks on the block? Okay, he'll be here in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. they put a tracker in the money bag. No, they were just sitting in the lobby waiting. Oh. Yeah, after that second one gets robbed next door, he's robbing all the next-door neighbors because the banks are usually in bunches. That's and true. it is probably easy to walk in and get money at a bank. I mean, how crazy is it to walk into a bank and then think, you know what? I did one. Let's do two. It's like, what? I didn't have a gun. I can't get in trouble for this. I just said, give me your money. <laughs> yeah. And no. then he walks into a third. You don't even wait till the next day. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Everybody has a great Thanksgiving tomorrow. What state will you be in tomorrow? Lunchbox. North Carolina. Interesting. Out of nowhere. <laughs> so that's random. Yeah. Random state. Eddie. Tennessee. Amy. Texas. I'll be in Oklahoma. Wow, we're going all over the place. We're international. That's yeah. pretty cool, man. Is that international? No, no, no that's, that's national. No. Morgan? I'll be in Tennessee. Ray? South Carolina. What? Yeah, I mean, what do you want me to say? Uh, Charleston specifically. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's going to that Southern Charm. Vacay. Oh, he's going to go stalk the oh, Southern Charm. Oh, that's house. right. Hope everybody has an awesome Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to the show. We're very thankful for you, obviously. Uh, dumb debate before we leave the show. You want turkey or you want ham if you only get one? Oh, my God. Lunchbox. Ham. What? Ham brings the hammer. Amy? Turkey. Eddie? Turkey. Turkey. Morgan? Neither. Oh, yeah, you don't oh, eat meat. Dang, dang, dang. What is your centerpiece then? Oh, it's all the sides. It's like... You don't like, have one in the middle? Oh, probably like the one? sweet potato casserole. Oh, what yes. about a tofurkey? Like a tofu turkey? Oh, gosh, no. Ray? Mm-hmm. Ham I am. Why do the ham people have to add extra? I don't know. Ham what, hammer. What? Ham I am. Ham like, is the hammer? Is that ham is the hammer. Ham brings the hammer. Okay. Good. Uh, turkey wins. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We'll see you. Bye, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving from the Bobby Bones Show. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. 
All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.